For the moment, many of us are stuck with the sounds around us. Being at home without the usual commute or many plans for travel, we can get stuck in our own limited playlist of music and atmosphere. On some level, more than just a change of scenery, we're craving new sounds. But if we do go out and travel, accepting the new risks associated with heading out into the world and staying in a hotel, what do we want to hear? Are we looking for soothing sounds? Or are we ready to celebrate music's wide range of expression? How are hotels embracing this opportunity to once again assert themselves as cultural intersections that provide comfort, escape, and new perspective on the world around us? Welcome back to the Tide Generator Podcast. I'm your host, Kirsten Nelson. Um, today, we're going to talk about another way that music and sound are reframing this moment, specifically within hotels. Um, in hotels, we find a, a unique combination of, of hospitality, comfort, brand, and culture. And it's an interesting space to talk about um, how with so many expectations changing around us on a day-to-day -day basis, how is the music selection changing in hotels to reflect and engage audiences in new ways? So here with me to talk about that, uh, we have Pablo Henderson. He is Vice President of Marketing with Equinox Hotels. Hello, Pablo. Hello, thank you for having me. Yeah, thanks for joining us. And we have Anada Gurlit. Um, she is Creative Director of Music Design with Mood Media. Hello. Hey, glad to be here. Hey. Cool. Well, I'm glad we're here to have this conversation because I know I really love talking about music and sound with both of you. So I'm glad we're going to do an update. I think actually to get started, let's actually talk about just the way things are right now. Um, what changes are you seeing now with like the tone and, and the goals of clients within the hospitality space? Uh, for me, uh I feel like everybody is kind of wanting to more than ever try to establish um, more of an intimate connection with people with through music. And, and that is reflected also in the business realm. Um, I feel like people are trying to get um, a more authentic and human kind of experience um, rather than something too commercial. And that falls in line with something you've been observing too, right, Pablo, with the, the increased interest and in, in mindfulness and meditation and calm and connection? Yeah, certainly. I mean, I think that uh, the purpose of travel has changed quite a bit, given the landscape that, that we're seeing right now. People are staying a little closer to home, but they are still staycationing and finding uh, the need to uh, be in new spaces, this travel is still happening, but there's a level of mindfulness and repose that's kind of needed right now. I think the regenerative aspect of travel has become more prominent. Uh, I, I specifically, you know, I work with a brand that's whole focus is around wellness and well-being. So I'm acutely, you know, exposed to that on a, on a daily basis. But I think it's a, a theme that's going around the world uh, right now. 
Yeah, I agree. Um, I feel like that wellness is like seeping into all kinds of different, um, different verticals. And when it comes down to it, it's like, sure, you know, people are still trying to like maintain their businesses and draw people in, you know, but I think what's more important and what I've found really appealing to watch is that people are trying to be more open-minded, more inclusive, and more, um, you know, more putting more importance on creating a warm and friendly environment without being over the top. Yeah, it's definitely an interesting time where we're we're trying to give each other enough space to be, you know, safe. But we also, I think, there is more human connection happening, right? People really are interested in the more personal experience of spaces and each other. So that's good. It's, yeah. I guess, how do you see that relating to to music choice? Then is it? I guess it depends on brand and location and so many factors. Do you want to talk a little bit about the different ways we can create connection? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think that there's a there's a lot of ways, like you said, there's a lot of uh, things to consider, you know, it's like, is the sound in line with the brand and accomplishing the kind of ideal atmosphere that you want uh, for the brand? Are you, if, you're, if your aim is to make people feel calm and comfortable, you know, I think there's some formal qualities of music that we all gravitate towards, you know, it's just like easy to digest tones, you know, and instrumentation. Uh, nothing that's too abrasive and off-putting. But then there's also, you know, the the lyrical content that you have to consider, um, which is a whole other level. You know, it's like you don't want, especially during these times, um, we at Mood Media have had to, you know, really focus on how do we make sure that we don't include lyrics that touch on specifics that may be more off-putting now than ever having to do with, you know, like illness or catching something or, you know, things that we didn't think um, this time last year was a problem. We've had to pull some things, you know, try to be more sensitive about the impression we're giving to audiences. Yeah, that human curation that comes back in where... uh... An algorithm can't necessarily pick out all those <laughs> sensitive subjects. So it's kind of good that there's people that still do this. And I know that Pablo, that's one of your favorite topics too, is the curation, um, the actual experience of really being selective and, and trying to create an atmosphere. What do you think the the human element in and is in choosing the music for the hotels? Yeah, I mean, I think we are definitely in a in a period of time where there are there's an extra layer of sensitivity and uh, that manifests physically in the fact that we have covered the, the mouth and the nose with a mask. And so we don't have those cues with the people that we're interacting with. So we are reading the eyes and listening better, one could argue, right? We're more attuned uh, to using those other senses in the absence of other cues. I do think that it's interesting uh, to think about what is an appropriate way to mourn a period of great loss and what is an appropriate way to feel during this period of time. And uh, I've always tried to make sure that I was not the one 
dictating that in any way, but that I was providing an array of choice and that people would, you know, resonate with whatever those options were on a very personal level. Um, it's like telling someone what they should listen to when they go to a funeral or what they should worship to. We're in a period of time where, yes, there are, there are specific words and lyrics that are probably not appropriate for this time. But as far as genre goes, who's to say that now is not the time of punk rock revival, right? <laughs> Revolutionary, rebellious, you know, um, anti-institution. Now, granted, that doesn't really fit with the profile of your average hotel, you know, um, but I, I'm using it just to kind of make an example, an extreme example of the, the ways that human curation can really be thought provoking. And if we go back to the genesis of, of the role of the innkeeper, the innkeeper sat at a crossroads and their primary purpose was to serve as a communication highway connecting cultures in society and bringing people to an understanding of what the most innovative, most uh, future forward, the latest fashions, tastes, sounds were. And I'm talking about thousands of years ago, long before there was no room at the inn. The, when you, you know, like, on one side of it, like when I came back to work and, and thought about like, well, how do we approach music design now? Um, I thought, oh, everybody wants to be soothed. You know, everybody wants a calmer experience and something that's like more warm and fuzzy and inviting. But on the other side of it, there are clients that are like, let's forget our worries. Let's celebrate the positive, you know, like let's highlight energy and and positivity because that's what we need you know and it's like i can't disagree with that because i think both experiences are valid right now i think one of the things that's interesting for me is you know in the craft of of music curation especially in the hospitality space the approach has often been rather two-dimensional or like binary because it thinks of of zones Right. And you're either here or you're not in that space. And I think of sound in a more like three dimensional way in that you have so many other variables, time of day, context, the behavioral pattern for that space. And so uh, what we are seeing specifically and I'm, uh, due to COVID is this idea of uh, uh, an adaptation of how spaces are used that's atypical and the heat mapping of the guest journey has changed because the bar isn't open for instance so that's a different journey that they're taking physically throughout the space and the time that they're spending in the hotel is different it used to be that people defined music in a hotel um it's rather cliche, but it's the lobby music and the elevator music, right? <laughs> uh, obviously, we've gone way past that. But the club, if there's a nightclub in that hotel or the restaurant may not be open and the lobby bar might not be open, 
uh, the spa is likely open and the hotel room is where you'll probably spend a much larger amount of your time. So heat mapping that experience based off zones is no, no longer quite as effective as it used to be. And so you really have to look at the intent or the outcome that you're trying to drive from, from the delivery of that sound. And much of it, you no longer have control of because it's in the privacy of someone's room. Yeah, you know, that was something I think we had discussed before that made me kind of think about, well, you know, sometimes, you know, for clients, we will do um, Spotify playlist for them, you know, um, just to kind of market their signature sound, you know? So I was wondering, like, you know, that is one way, I guess you can uh, kind of keep connected with your clients since they can't come in and they can't, they can't do, you know, there's only like, I don't know, 25, 50% of the business for, for certain hotels right now. And it's like, how do you, is that something that you guys have done? You know, like, is it, um, it's kind of nice. I think the idea of having, whether it be through Spotify or anything, any other venue to kind of send somebody a, a, a playlist. Cause it's like the old school mixtape. It's intimate. It's kind of like, Hey, you enjoyed our spa so much. Here's the spa experience if you need to de-stress later. Or if you, you know, just want like, uh, if they love your hotel and you have that signature sound, you can say like, well, here's some art, new artists that we're highlighting in our playlist and this is who we are. Um, it's kind of like a nice little gift when they leave and they can kind of remember, oh, that time that I got to go to this hotel, that was fabulous. Um, I really, I love that idea. And I didn't know if you guys um, actively do that. I know that there are plenty of hotels that, that do that kind of thing and have so much of a defined signature sound. Yeah, I think the, um, the I've been very involved in, in the curation of playlists in the past. Mm -hmm. I think that travel and music are inseparable. And much like smell, you know, you can hear a song and be taken back to a trip, especially if it's a if it's outside of your norm, it, uh, you know, an international trip or an exotic location, and hear a song and you're immediately thrust back to that that memory. And they say that you know your your travel experience is a majority of the planning process ahead of time. Uh, a little bit of what you do while you travel and then the afterglow from the trip and all the memories from the trip. So music's probably a great um, mechanism for delivering that afterglow. Yeah, I, uh, I agree. Um, there's been some trips like, you know, and that's the emotional connection that I think everybody's after. You know, it's not only like, hey, we want you to feel good when you come visit, but here's something that whenever you hear it, you'll remember this time and hopefully you had a wonderful time. Um, so I think that that's probably the best part of my job, in my opinion, is trying to establish those points of nostalgia, points of, you know, something that engages people and says, even if they don't know the song, they discover something and then they remember that when they go home. And music is the ultimate brand extension in this case. It's you can go beyond the physical location and keep people engaged 
even when they can't be there or hopefully keep them engaged to the point where they want to come back. You know, that's, that would be a nice goal. And I think that's people right now, I think everyone's sort of on the cusp of, of starting to think about maybe traveling again. And, and uh, kind of, as you're saying that the space has changed, people aren't congregating in bars or restaurants or the, the club and the hotel anymore, but you do still have that opportunity to make an impression even in those little truncated moments as they check in and kind of swiftly move through the lobby now. Um, I guess that impression, that is kind of what you're both talking about, maybe making that moment really matter and really having it tell a story immediately so that people can receive it. Um, I think we talked a little bit about how the pandemic uh, might actually sometimes be, it might be too much of a presence in everybody's mind as we're choosing music. Um, and I guess, how can we use music to flip that narrative to actually take this moment to to tell a different story, you know, use that innkeeper role to actually, you know, really change the conversation and, and maybe bring some feeling of unity at this time? I think for me, at least, and by the way, the bars being closed in a restaurant, not being at full capacity, is all very temporary and specific to what state you're in or what city you're in or what country you're in. So um, what may be happening in one place may be completely irrelevant in another. But one thing that, that is universal around all of this is that we are reconnecting with nature, reconnecting with the outdoor space, fresh air, the breath. There are some universal qualities to this experience as a shared experience for humankind, regardless of borders um, and city limits. And so, you know, uh, despite our tribalism, you know, our cultural tribalism, there has been, for me, a reconnection to natural sounds. And this idea of hearing the chirp of a bird or um, you know, leaves rustling or, you know, the ocean. And I'm starting to pick up on it in, in very unique ways. I'm starting to hear those sounds in music that is being played around me. And I don't know whether it's an intentional thing or not. Maybe it's uh, now that, you know, that I, it's top of mind for me, I'm hearing it all the time, but I think that it's a pretty effective way of, um, bringing us back to things not only that are important and, and, and that bring us together and, and unify us, uh, but it also is this call back to a greater mission for everyone regardless of where they are, which is that during this time, there's a healing that has to occur of some kind. And, um, and while there's a lot of conversation also about what the state of our planet and there are fires in some places and other things that are happening in other parts of the world and storms that are hitting, um, there is this powerful component of nature that I think is, is coming back in music in a really beautiful way, in a very man-made human way, but, um, uh, but can be across the board experienced regardless where you are. And what I love about it the most is that it doesn't, um, it's not dependent on any language, you know, specifically, uh, it's really universal, really global. Yeah, uh, it's interesting because you're like gravitating as an individual, you're gravitating towards organic sounds for your, um, just like 
music choices or tones. And then um, at the same time, that's, I think, you know, intuitively what we all are doing is getting out in nature so we can kind of just escape, you know, the problems and focus on connecting with ourselves and the earth. And I mean, I think, of course, that's a beautiful thing. And I would say, yeah, like, that's um, definitely how you can kind of create some um, intimate and in, more intimate experience or things that are um, easy to digest. It's acoustical, organic sounds. Um, so yeah, um, another thing that I feel like I'm noticing is that people are way more open to more eclectic sounds right now. There's definitely, you know, I would say more elevated brands that were always connected to more eclectic playlists and different types of music along with like more global selections, like, you know, foreign language, pop. Um, and now it seems to be that emphasis seems to be uh, kind of spreading over more mainstream type brands where they're kind of asking for, can we have like more diversity in our playlists? You know, and that, I mean, that's including, you know, um, more distinct focus on black culture type playlists, as well as, you know, um, multinational type uh, experiences. I think it's interesting because, you know, we have thought about diversity in such a visual way, and yet diversity should manifest itself in a sonic way also. Yeah. And maybe that is what we're seeing people respond to is a desire for, for sonic diversity um, in, to mirror the other aspects of their lives. Yeah, I think it, I love seeing that and that that is actually happening. And it's like, you know, when I first started back to work, you know, I kind of thought, oh, well, that's cool. You know, like that person, you know, wants more diversity where it felt like in the past, a lot of more commercial clients will probably be like, well, we don't want to like be off putting to any one group. So let's keep it fairly neutral. People are taking more chances and trying to connect with a more diverse audience. And um, that's been a really positive, nice thing to see. I, I have to admit, it's not something I expected, but it makes sense. You know, the, the uh, topic of COVID has taken over so much of our narrative this year, but people are still falling in love, right? People are still, people still have dreams People are still dealing with struggles. People are still breaking up. I'm sorry to say, but they're still breaking up too, you know? So the, all of these, you know, the, 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 the arcs of the narrative for everyone's personal life, regardless of how they've been impacted by this year specifically, are still happening. And we can't expect people to extract themselves from those really, um, fundamental experiences that have happened throughout time. And music is always going to tell that story. Uh, there are periods of time where music has played more of a role in telling a broader story, but 
every teenager since the beginning of time has had that, you know, heartbreak song, right? So why should it change in 2020? What song is it this year, though? <laughs> You're like listening to it over and over again. <laughs> Yeah, I think it, it, it is nice to try to take a break from the somber. I feel like everyone feels like they need to stay in this very somber mood. And, and yeah, like you're saying, life life is going on in other ways. And 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 as you're saying, the conversation seems to be changing. It sounds like, yeah, hotels are, are a little more willing to engage uh, more actively in the conversation and what's happening in the world outside instead of creating a safe um, sort of like neutral beige environment, they're kind of saying, okay, this is what's going on out there. How about we bring some of that in here um, and engage in the conversation? I guess, would you see this as an opportunity? This could be the changing, or maybe or as Pablo was saying, getting back to the roots of, of hotels as, as being a voice, as, a, as, as leading the conversation. Um, you see that starting up now? Is that one thing we can take away from this? The hotel as a 24-hour ecosystem. There are very few other business models other than hospitals and um, international airports. Uh, I'm sure you could probably name a few others, but you know there aren't too many other um, operations that are open 365 days a year, 24-7. And uh, so you, you have this living sleeping, educating, transacting space that just never stops. And it's impossible to keep that separate from the outside world uh, because in in itself it is its own little world, but uh, a mirror of everything that's happening outside. I think that uh, for those brands that are able to seize this moment and find new ways to communicate with their guests and to uh, deliver on experience, like physical experience, they'll they'll succeed. I think for those that are not able to reinvent themselves in some way, you will likely find yourself with a little bit of the vanilla, you know, cookie cutter um, experience. I do think that uh, it's all about balance also. And while we talk about sound a lot in the context of noise, silence is a sound too in its own regard, right? Like depends on how you look at it. And, and I think nothing does more justice to sound than in the context of silence too. And I think that hotels that can really create spaces um, that cultivate silence also will will do well. Uh, so it's this mix, uh, creating a balance of some kind that I think uh, you want to achieve. Uh, obviously, we're all in the business of sound, you know, and we're all in the business of of creating um, environments that speak to the senses. But I think that the evolution is is more about choice. People want options, so finding finding ways that you can create as much of that in one space so that you're reflective of your entire ecosystem and all of the reasons that people are there whether it's because they're doing a staycation for leisure or they're still having to travel is important 
Yeah, it's probably pretty important to make sure that you're distinctive as a as a brand or a location or <laughs> like it's important now to create that balance so that your your place is memorable, you know, so finding a way to, to even to curate the music and then curate the quiet too and curate the pauses between and so that people remember your hotel <laughs> and it doesn't just fade away. Maybe that's why people are engaging in a new way with this right now. It's more vital than ever than to have a to have a brand voice and to be to be noticed and recognized. So that's our rooms are soundproofed, as an example. Hmm. And you know, when you're in your room, what's the last thing you want to hear? <laughs> the person in the room next to you, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> especially, yeah, especially now. You don't want to feel close to anybody and you definitely don't want to hear the guy next door snoring. <laughs> so yeah, talk about like serenity is all about, yeah, my own little bubble, but also my the music I want to hear, the feelings I want to have. Yeah, I like yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> and it seems like it's really um you guys have talked a little bit about the 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 geographical questions, you know, there are there are countries, locations, uh, geographies that things are reopened. Um, things are busy. They've stayed busy because they're in wild uh, open spaces. But I think one of the limitations that we've talked a little bit about is people, even if they are traveling, they're staying a little closer to home. Um, they're not necessarily going on those big journeys right now. Um, and I think, uh, are you finding that hotels now have an opportunity to create more of a of a of an escape feeling more of a, a far off land even if you've only gone to the the place in the town the next town over well i i from my point of view i think that the a lot of hotels from what i've seen have taken this opportunity with this lull in 2020 for them to kind of reinvent themselves like you mentioned it's like well here's the opportunity to do you know that to upgrade our environment like we've been wanting to, but we've gotten busy and, you know, um, it's, it's something that I have seen. So there's some request, you know, for, we want to kind of go in this different direction. So let's mix up, you know, what we were doing and redesign our experience, not only with music, but with, you know, the environment and the products that they choose and the wallpaper or the paint or whatever. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I feel like this is, um, this is a new, unusual opportunity to kind of change up the way things are. And I think that, yes, I think people, you know, aren't, aren't traveling too far to kind of get that new experience. I think it's, it's funny because we, we tend to think of escape as not being where we are and going to another place. And music can certainly do that for us, but the place does not need to be another place geographically. I think that much of the allure of travel and of staying in a hotel is a little bit of fantasy, taking on another persona, kind of not being your regular self. We get so caught up in our day-to-day -day habits, but when we stay in a hotel, we want those creature comforts, obviously, but we, we can take on a new identity in some way. We can do things differently. You might not have a really lavish breakfast when you're every day at home. You certainly might not have breakfast in bed when you're at home, but there's an element of 
um, being frivolous and and uh, you know um, having more play in your life and potentially more time on your hands and not needing to be uh, addressing the same daily concerns that you have, whether it's a morning commute or children that you have to take care of, whatever that long list might be. So there is this element of fantasy that is given room to breathe. And I think that that's a really interesting role for music to play. Uh, I think of, yes, hearing global sounds and being transported to other parts of the world. But I also think of bygone eras of travel and being transported to, you know, the 50s and the 60s and, you know, certain sounds that that take you on that journey or futuristic sounds uh, and and being very modern and this dystopian world of some kind that you might, you know, be in travel and escape manifest themselves in so many different ways. And there's probably no other art form quite like music to be able to do it. That's why Hollywood embraces music so much. I mean, the tools that are used in hotels are the same tools that are used in setting a scene for a, a, an incredible film. And you're the actor uh, and the story is about to unfold. Yeah. That's a that's a great point. I know, like the more the more interesting uh, music programs that we design are the ones that where we do get to tell the story and we do get to like use just hugely diverse eras of music. Um, you know, uh, in the combination of of different music genres for a different uh, day part or a different zone uh, is so much fun you know, creatively, it's, uh, unfortunately, we don't get a lot of opportunities to do that, you know, because I think sometimes in the past, at least, you know, people were trying to kind of appeal to everyone. And like, like we mentioned before, you end up kind of just having something beige. Um, I feel like every time I stay in a hotel, the soundtrack is James Bond for me. Like that's, that's what I, I, I want, you know, and that's a pretty broad spectrum of sounds over the years and includes a lot of different artists um, from Shirley Bassey to Duran Duran. I mean, there's a full gamut there of, of different sounds, but it's James, James Bond is kind of what I'm aiming for. What about <laughs> you, Kirsten? What do you, what's your soundtrack for when you travel? Yeah, I think you kind of describe it well, because you really do want to feel like the hero in your own amazing narrative. <laughs> like when, when you go on a, to a hotel, when you're on a trip, it's like you're saying you, you get to be a slightly different version of yourself, maybe just for a minute, or, or you can create some kind of intrigue or mystique. Exactly. Um, and yeah, I think that I think that's if you want to be the hero of your own story, if I was the hero of my own story, yeah, it would definitely be some kind of like, it's got like, it's esoteric. It's surprising. <laughs> it's it's not what you'd expect from that person. Like, you know, what's behind that newspaper is actually not, is something else that you expect. So yeah, maybe it's creating intrigue. That'd be mine. One thing is perfect. Yeah. It's like, I don't want to be like, well, in another life, you know, I'm this well-dressed spy and nobody knows it. <laughs> exactly. I mean, you do feel your better self to some extent, right? Mm -hmm. The mere fact that you, you know, you're walking around your room in slippers and a robe, you know, um, and you're in a king bed maybe, you know, mm -hmm. there's just so many aspects that lend themselves to 
um, being your better self. And for a long time, travel has been a bit of a, a grind because it's around business and demands and whatnot. Um, but I do see a bit of a renaissance in, in leisure travel happening, ironically enough, despite the fact that people are not traveling as far for obvious reasons. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, and maybe that does get back to the, the beginning point and maybe the wrapping up point of this of this conversation is is about that feeling of hospitality. Hospitality is is creating comfort and, and welcome and and changing the conversation a little bit. Um, I guess maybe what we when we look ahead now, and we all know that we all want to be <laughs> we all want to feel like a hero and we're and we're all in the middle of a beautiful narrative that's unexpected and different from our normal life. Um, I guess how how do you see hospitality? What does hospitality sound like as we try to bring all those things together? I think it sounds, you know, like a lot of things, and it really is depends on um the part of hospitality. Um, it can be really calming and soothing and earthy, but it can also be really um, upbeat and, you know, motivating and inspiring, hopefully inspiring, much like travel is, you know, and the the fantasy of um, living your best life or becoming someone else, you know, it's, it can be dramatically different depending on where you go. Yeah, I think that, um, I think certainly there, there's something very optimistic um, because I think people return to travel with just this, I missed you. you know, I want to rekindle this relationship again. Um, uh, I haven't been on a plane in a while or I haven't you know, taken this much time off for myself. But I hope that hospitality always stays somewhat provocative. And, you know, you could take the word provocative in, in whichever way you want. Um, I think that it can manifest itself in lots of different ways. But um, the idea is, is to provoke something unexpected and new and, um, and thoughtful and potentially daring um, and sexy and you know all of the things that you associate with provocative i think hospitality has a mandate to deliver on and i think that that's what you're going to see for the future especially as the industry is also challenged to embrace new forms of technology we may actually see some really interesting um, innovations uh, around sound and use of sound Um, with all the new devices that we're having to use to enable different types of stays. And it's, again, that element of choice. Uh, People want different ways to stay, whether it's high touch or contactless. I hope you're right. I think that sounds really exciting. Yeah, that definitely gets to the personal effect of it too you know a personalized effect that you can have if you can choose your own music choose your own soundtrack Ooh, choose your own i love uh, that exactly <laughs> we didn't even talk about personalization that's great yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly well we can dig into it <laughs> but um, yeah i think that's what people are craving you know um and especially now you know that's uh like we just said we, we want to be at the center of our own narrative right so <laughs> let's uh Let's start selecting. And I think that's, it's an opportunity for hospitality. So, yeah. 
Well, thank you. I think uh, I'm glad we got to talk about this because it actually does. It gives it makes me excited for when we do start to leave and travel again and and make journeys and and reconnect. And and I really do think that it will be about returning to someone that we've really missed. You know, we really the thing I miss most, I think, is hotels. So yeah, I can't wait to get back. You can come and sit at my hotel anytime you want. <laughs> You're a good innkeeper. Thank you. <laughs> I will. I'll, I'll head over there to the west side of town. <laughs> all right well thank you so much for joining me for this conversation and uh yeah let's keep talking thanks for listening to the tide generator podcast produced by avixa find it wherever you get your podcasts and we'll see you next time